covering one's eyes upon reciting the Shema. In this lesson, we will review the detailed laws and customs relating to the famous tradition in which when we recite the Shema, both by morning and evening, we cover our eyes. Why do we do so? How do we do so? Which hand should be used? Should the eyes remain open or closed? Should one use his talus to do so? Must you remove your glasses upon doing so? And so on and so forth. So it's recorded in the Shulchan Aruch, chapter 61, Halacha 5, both in the Al Rebbe Shulchan Aruch and the Mechaber, based on a story of the Gemara Meseches Brachas 13b, as explained by the Rishaydin, that it is customary to place one's hand over his eyes upon reciting the first verse of Shema. You see, the source in the Gemara in Brachas is discussing how Rebbe Huda Nasi would say the Shema. And it says that they didn't see that he was Bekabel O Malchashamayim while saying the Shema as he would put his hand over his face. Hence, the source behind our custom. Now, what's the reason behind the custom? The reason behind the custom is recorded in the Shulchan Aruch is in order so one not look at anything else which can disturb his concentration. This is in addition to other matters that we do during the first verse to add in concentration, such as saying it out loud, as recorded in the Shulchan Aruch there. Likewise, there are also Kabbalistic reasons behind this covering of the eyes, as recorded in the Sifrei Kabbalah of the Arizal, and as expounded on in the Sefer Oed Yosef Chai of the Ben Ishchai, Parshish Until what part of Shema are the eyes to remain covered? So as is the implication of the Shulchan Aruch and is the custom of the world, it's to be covered until the word Echad. However, some write that it should remain covered until after saying, So records the Ben Ishchai. Practically, the widespread custom is not like this approach. Should one, one's eyes remain open or closed while covering them? So the custom is to close the eyes upon saying the Shema in addition to having them covered with one's hand. So writes the Alter Rebbe in Igeras HaKadosh, Epistle 9, and so is written in a number of places, including the Pesach Advir, hinted to in Shara Kavanis, and so explicitly writes and explains the Ben Ishai. Which hand should one use? So it's explicitly written in the writings of the Arizal and recorded in the Achreinim that one should use his, use his right hand to cover his eyes. The Ben Ishchai writes that this applies even if one is left-handed, and he will need to use his tefillin hand, meaning the, his right hand that has the tefillin on its palm, to cover his eyes. A similar proof of this idea is the fact that we use our left hand to hold the tzitzis, whether you're lefty or righty. And hence, it's really only practical to use the other hand, which is the right hand, for the covering. Regarding using a talus, so some place can record the custom of shot by shakras to cover one's eyes using one's talus, and they conclude that this is the practical directive that should be followed. Others, however, are not careful in doing this. Practically, it can be clearly seen from the videos of the Rebbe that he did not cover his eyes using his talus. Regarding making the form of Hashem's name using one's fingers while covering eyes, as many Svartim do. So this custom is first recorded in the Sefer Kesser Shemtov of Rav Gagin, the famous Svarti Paisik and compiler of customs, as the custom of Eretz Yisrael. This is not the widespread Ashkenazi custom and was not the custom witnessed by the Rebbe. Regarding if one should remove his glasses when placing his hand over his eyes. So some Paiskim of today learned based on Kabbalah on the writings of the Arizal that the hand should be directly on top of the eyes, and hence one should remove his glasses prior to resting them on. However, others rule that it's not necessary to remove the glasses from the eyes, and you can say Kriyashma even with the glasses on your eyes. Thank you for listening to shulhanarcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. 
please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shuhanarkharal.com under the daily halakha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many safarim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work. 